Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How different will it look? What can you tell your fans? This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're hoping that the Raiders defense shows up in a manner that is uh, a little bit more stout. Although comes out. Oh, Nassif with the sack. I'm really anxious to watch how we play collectively against one of the benchmark teams in this league, the Baltimore Ravens. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. Still to come, basketball Hall of Famer Chris Webber. Plus, Fox Sports college football analyst Bruce Feldman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. If you're just joining us, where you been? We open the show talking about the greatest night in Las Vegas since Sinatra at the Sands. <laughs> that was insane last night. And as we pointed out at the top of our show, a hot mess that was highly entertaining in a visually striking location that all you could remember from the night before was all the wild and craziness and awful decisions that got made that still wound up with you watching something and enjoying something and enduring something that the next day makes you feel all hungover. It was like an actual trip to Las Vegas, Nevada. (laughs) Last night's Monday night football game. (laughs) Talked about it with Daniel Jeremiah of Move the Sticks fame and everything that he took away from Monday night football and what he thought of the rookie quarterbacks in week number one. All of that now lives on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Bruce Feldman will join us in the third hour of this program from the Athletic and Fox Sports to talk about why USC decided to bounce Clay Helton so early in the season after all these years of struggling. And who's next at USC? Uh, I'll give you my four downs, my take of uh, the week one action with uh, three opinions and then one hot take. Hot take. Then one hot take. That's coming up shortly. Your phone calls at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. But... When this man, this man had me at hello when he strolled onto the campus at the University of Michigan, and he's been on this show many, many times, and I'm thrilled to be able to call him a friend. So when a friend has a seminal moment, a milestone moment, a capstone career moment happen to him or her, I always call up and say, hey, congratulations. And this is going to suffice as that. The great, the one and only Hall of Famer, Chris Weber, back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you, C. Webb? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. What is going through your mind, coursing through your veins, beating in your heart right now, Chris Weber? Man, it's it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Uh, my wife was in the room, and she just walked out, but she, I had you on speaker, and he said, the Hall of Fame or whatever, and she looked back and laughed and clapped, and I was just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's still getting still uh, getting settled with it, man. Still digesting it because it's, uh, it's, it's it's overwhelming. Well, I mean, let's walk through the weekend because uh, I imagine it felt like a wedding, right? Where it goes fast, it goes. <laughs> your whole family's there, and it's a big moment for you. And I'm wondering, did you like stop at any moment and be able to take it in, take in the moment, Chris? You know what? I I, I was so the night after. Um, the shrine is Saturday. I, I have just a small little dinner, and it was, you know, um, just just 
you know, no extras. It's just the people kind of that I grew up with. It wasn't like a, a party where you had to say hi or people didn't know each other. Everybody knew each other. And I just got, you know, was able to thank everybody, you know, personally that I, I may have missed in the speech or, or talk a little bit to them about, you know, specific stories with them and what they meant, why they meant so much to me. Maybe that I wasn't able to share on stage. And so I really did. And it was really through the people because I, I, I do remember games and things like that and you know don't get me wrong a teammates but you know i i really remember more of the moments and 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 certain things that you know that that were great during that season or some of our best memories and so it was really cool um seeing you know so many uh family members coaches and things like that that i had and uh yeah i did get a chance to kind of enjoy it the thing that i i always love there's two things there's two parts about uh, a hall of fame weekend i've been around almost 20 of them for the pro football hall of fame and I want to take it one by one uh, with you. The first, the first of the two is the basketball gods bestowing upon you, obviously, the great gift that puts you in the Hall of Fame and your, your ability to use that to get you in the Hall of Fame uh, with a random selection of other people who had it happen to them. Uh, and, and it's just always interesting to see the class together and get to know one, one another. Yeah. Did you meet anybody or renew any acquaintances or... You know, walk me through you and your classmates going into Springfield together, C-Web. Bobby Dandridge is crazy. He's the funniest. <laughs> he's the funniest man, man. I love him and his wife. And uh, man, he's uh, he, he's he's just he's awesome, man. He's a, he's a joke a minute. And uh, I had a lot of fun not only watching his speech but hanging out with him. Charlie Scott, I got a chance to hang out with before last year and I was looking for him. I actually got to find his number and uh but he was so much fun, you know, too a New York guy that talks a lot of junk. But um you know, Bosch uh you know, my my, my love for Bosch grows more and more. Um we, you know, didn't I, I didn't hang out with players uh during our time. I actually stayed away from players, didn't want to work out with them, wanted to keep them as Enemies, it was a different time and place, and a lot of them I'm cooler with now. But with Bosch, um, you know, I, I, just, uh, I, I just love his kids. I, I respect him. And, and, you know, when you really think about his story again, having to retire at 31, even though he had championships and things like that, um, you know, he just seemed to be cool. But the best moment probably that I had there with the Hall of Fame was with Ray Allen. Um, and it was after... Um, the ceremony, and um, we just had a conversation, and um, I read somebody that I really respect a lot, and it was probably one of the best conversations with any athlete that I've ever had. Really? And, can, uh, can you share anything from what do you, you know, I, I, I'll just, um, whatever you can share from that after you just yeah, said that, it was, Chris? it was just, um, uh, I, I don't... I don't know how, man. It, it was just that he he just said some some words to me that were encouraging, and he, he relayed something that his wife had said to me just about um, uh, kind of how I grew up with my teachers or, or something like that. But it led into just a deeper conversation, and for somebody that has the principles that he has and, and, and that I really respect, it, it, it meant a lot. We never really got to talk, and that's part of it. Part of it was. You know, uh, I stayed away from Hoopers. I had a wall up, and, you know, he addressed that, and then we kind of just addressed 
you know, some really good things. And it was just, it was, it was cool. He got where I was coming from. And sorry to be speaking and, you know, cold or anything. I'm not sure. trying to, but really it's, it, it was overwhelming. I'm trying not even to get back in that space of remembering the sure. conversation. Cause, uh, Is that deep? because, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be crying on, on the rich eyes. And stuff. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well then, then let me add a little bit of levity. How was uh, Paul Pierce's Shabbat dinner that Friday night? Did you get one of those in there with him? Uh, <laughs> no, I, no didn't, I didn't, didn't have one of those. I didn't, that, get, uh, I, I, I didn't get to it, but I, if he had a dinner, I, I, I bet it was crazy. I bet it was nice. Well, I didn't see, I didn't check my Instagram stories Friday night. I imagine that was a lit Shabbat dinner for uh, the Hall of Fame weekend. <laughs> Chris Weber here on the Rich Eisen Show. Well, then I I, I will proffer to say that maybe uh, I'll give you a tear a tear a teardrop warning here because the second aspect of a Hall of Fame weekend that I love watching is family getting together, right, and journeys. And I know your dad, who you're named after. Chris is not your first name, um, no. that your dad slipped the jacket on you, which is one of my favorite moments. I'm the host of the jacket dinner at the Hall of Fame every year, and it's one of my favorite gigs to, to MC. Um, what was that moment like for you, Chris Weber? It was, it was an incredible moment, man. I mean, the best part about it is, you know, I have a lot of brothers, and so when it's somebody's graduation, when it's somebody else's moment, usually there's a clown in our family that's, you know, stealing all the energy or giving all the energy just to let the person enjoy it. And my whole family enjoyed it so much that I really enjoyed it. It was their weekend, you know, instead of just tiptoeing around, they were like, no, this is our weekend. And so it was just so fun to see everybody embracing it. Having my father do that, man, it was, um, it's, it's the crown moment, you know, having him, be there when me drafted, uh, knowing what he went through growing up, and then you know, you know him knowing that that's the reason. So before I got on the plane, uh, it, it, before I got on the plane, um, I, uh, he was uh, at a restaurant, and I gave him the, my bag with the ring and champagne and everything in. I'm like here and the trophy. I'm like, hey, take this with you, and uh, you know he's like, no, 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 I can't take it, I can't take it, and then he started to kind of tear up, and I just ran, and I was like, damn, I left the champagne <laughs> in there because he doesn't drink, and I'm like, I, I need that champagne. But it, it, was, uh, one, <laughs> it was one of the best moments, man. Uh, it was one of the best moments ever, man. I, I can't lie to you. And and the speech, I was so nervous, I forgot to say that it was their 50th wedding anniversary, no and I was here celebrating it with them and all this, but hey, he, he got the point. But it, it was my honor, man. It was it was my honor to have him put that jacket on me. So are you saying, Chris Weber? You got into the Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts on the same weekend or even day of your parents' 50th wedding anniversary? Is that a true story? Is that it? No, it, no the wedding anniversary was uh, July okay. 31st, but it was the same you know, year I was saying. There you go. 50th, uh, That's incredible. Anniversary, so. That is unbelievable. That is so right. cool. That is it so is. cool. So um, let me ask you this, Chris Weber. If I had some time, some ability to wave a wand, because I saw Juwan was there and that Steve Fisher was there, if I had mm -hmm. somehow intruded into a moment with you and the rest of the Fab Five and said one day you were going to be wearing a jacket for the Hall of Fame and you'd be the first one there, what would you have said, Chris Weber, on that day? Oh, man, I would have, I mean, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't have believed that I'd have been in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so we'd have to... We had to discuss that first, but um, 
seeing seeing Fish there and and Juwan and talking to Ray um, on text and all that it, it, it's awesome, man. And it is, you know, we we are we're family, and, and you know, I think you're gonna see everybody very soon. And uh, actually, I'm going to practice pretty soon, so um, I, I just can't wait. You know, I as I said, you know, it, you know. I love the University of Michigan. Hopefully all the fans understand, especially from Michigan and Sacramento, that, you know, that me being in gives, means you're in and we're all in together. And so I can't wait to go celebrate, hang out, I'm going to homecoming, hanging out at the games and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm very sure. Um, and I'm sure Jawan's going to be there forever. So we're going yes. to have a lot of time to, to celebrate and get back. But, yeah, man, uh we're back, and hopefully, you know, um, every fan knows that. Hopefully, everybody in Michigan knows that. And uh, I'm glad a lot of the young high school kids know that because, uh, man, I got a lot of DMs saying congratulations, congratulations from some for some great, you know, kids out there. So, um, yeah, man, I, I love uh, Michigan. I'm glad that hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we can just go forward and enjoy some winning days with the football, basketball, and all sports there in Michigan. Yeah, so, you know, C-Webb, you'd mentioned earlier that you were walled up around other players when you were in the NBA, and and now you're saying that the walls are, are coming down, and I'm just wondering if all the walls for you, with everything that's gone on over the last 25 years, somehow are coming down or disintegrating or beginning to come down because you got this jacket, man. I mean, you're in. This is it. You were, there's... N- you proved it. You did it. Fact. Doesn't matter what happened back in the early 90s. What you did is done and never going to be taken away from you. That's, that's forevermore. Your kids and their kids and their kids will go to Springfield and see you. I'm, I'm wondering how that's landing on you right now, Chris. Yeah, no, I think, I think, it's, I think it's, it is awesome, you know, that this will happen. But having to deal with, you know, uh, not being in or or other things. You know, you I believe in working on yourself all the time, and hopefully the resolve over the past, you know, 10, 15 years is what got me to this point. And, you know, because if an award made you say, okay, this is cool, this is cool, I, I kind of would be like, damn, damn, where's the process? You know, that kind of means that an award makes you, you know, do that. And so... You know, I, I haven't explained a lot of things and talked about a lot of things, but I, I wouldn't, um, I, w- I wouldn't say a, a wall is coming down. I would just say it's just more opportunity for someone to get to to know me, and that's kind of what me and Ray were talking about because he had kind of been judged the same way as well, or, or other things like that. And so, no, I think it's just um, life's process, and you know, whether it's having twins, whether it's um, living life, whether it's just trying to be a better person, um, you know, you're going to have to, you know, work on making decisions out of love, not fear, work on forgiveness, um, you know, gratitude, humility. And so um, those are things like a relationship between me and God. So hopefully, you know, if I serve that purpose, everything with man is, you know, secondary because that's the way it should live. So hopefully, you know, just every day you get better and enjoy um, but I'm going to be around basketball, and I'm very competitive. And so, you know, if you see me as an owner of a team, okay. don't expect me to hang out with 29 other owners because I wouldn't change anything about my work ethic or style the way that I play. But um, I definitely want to become a better person every day, which that's the goal. Well, uh, 
it seems that then it would be counter of me to say what I'm about to say after you were so inspiring. I don't want to talk to James Dolan either. So I totally hear you, brother. (laughs) 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 So that's, is that, is that the plan for you is ownership? That's what you're, you're, that's in the, on the radar, the C-Web radar right now? As you know, I thank Magic and Junior Bridgman and other guys, um, you know, um, I haven't really talked about, but I'm doing on the business side, but I'm, I'm very excited what's been accomplished. And, um, and, and what's happening in the future, you know, I'm, I definitely want to be around basketball forever. I mean, it's no secret. Um, my team was in for the bid of uh, the Atlanta Hawks a few years back. And so, you know, yeah, I, I would love that to be the goal. Uh, that is a goal. We'd love to still try to win the championship. But in the meantime, you know, there's uh, a lot of work and to be done and some, you know, some awesome opportunities. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited on the business side for okay. what Junior Brisbane, Magic, Isaiah, Vinnie Johnson, so many others that are excelling in business beyond what people may know. Dwayne Wade. And then, you know, kind of showing me the way. Dwayne Wade, too, right? There he is. You're seeing Dwayne Wade sitting courtside with the the Jazz? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, Dwayne Wade's an awesome owner. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about the um, ownership, though. I mean, you know, Junior Bridgman, what he's done as far as in business, um, over a billion dollars in sales. Okay, oh, yeah, all right. Johnson and those guys. Ah. So, I I mean, more on the business side, what Magic has done. But, yeah, I mean, Dwayne Wade's a man. Anything... The way he touches his goal, especially with his clothing and, and everything else. So as far as entrepreneurs, yeah, yeah. he's a guy that, uh, that, that you know, definitely uh, is rocking and doing his thing, and I admire as well. Yeah, you'll be at future events, too, in the same jacket. That's for sure one day. Oh, man, oh, yeah. With Dwayne Wade coming your way. Time. All right, um, so last one for you. Uh, you. You keep hinting at it. I'm just going to walk straight through the front door. So you're going to see. We're going to see a, a Fab Five uh, reunion photo coming up. Is that what you're, did you? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure you will. All right. I'm sure. I mean, why not? All right. <laughs> why not? I mean, I want in on yeah, that. I love necessary. the program, and I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. So I, I don't even think that's like a surprise anymore. Or like, okay. uh, you know, it, it is newsworthy. I can't wait till it happens. But yeah, I think that's just, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time. Again, Juwan's the head coach oh, there. Yeah. And, them winning and uh, having a successful program is most important. But, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be there to support them. So I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'll hop in and take the selfie. I want in. <laughs> you know, everybody yeah, everybody on. thinks – please, everybody thinks Palink is the other the, – the, 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 the sixth man. And, no, no. Right. I'm here in L.A. They, too. They don't I'm know you were there on campus, baby, that you were, you were the man with the pen in your hand doing your thing back oh, yeah. there. Right. I'll be there. I'll be there. No, I would have just graduated. You, 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 kept, you, you and Desmond kept bridging me back to the school after I graduated. You and Desmond. Oh, man. That's what you, you oh, know. Man. What a time. I'll I mean, tell you what. If, if, it, if, it, if it, when I find out what happens or whatever, because it'll be such a special moment, right. I'll text you, man. I'll text you. And, <laughs> okay. And let you know you better hurry up and jump on that plane. All right, before I let you b- uh, go back to fatherhood, I will give you the floor as always. Uh, the Lions came close. I don't know if you missed it because you were flying back from Massachusetts or anything like that. But you see what happened with the Lions in uh, the first week. What do you the think? Lions came very close. Yes. Um, you know, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it there. I love our Lions. Okay. Uh, my brother. Oh, let me tell you this: Barry Sanders yes, is a great man. My brother sent me a, uh, a video from Barry Sanders. You know, uh, congratulating oh, me. Great is that? So that was the highlight of my son Sunday. <laughs> Imagine getting that. You know, while I'm filling out, making, checking on my fantasy roster. But <laughs> I, I do want to talk about this. Okay. Because I want to say it, and I, I know experts. 
you know, I, and since I argue with fans, they can argue with me. Yes. But, Rich, I want to put on record. I'm not one of these fair-weather guys. I said when the trade happened mm-hmm. that the Rams were going to be my team. I said it. Yep. I cried in my T.O. voice about my quarterback, <laughs> saying that's my quarterback. Y'all saw what he did. He did. The man only had two, I think, 2,000-yard rushers in his whole career. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he play well? Why couldn't he throw off the pass action? You know that boy from Georgia where they, come on, man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. But that's okay. Me and Vegas already have an agreement or we're already going to see what's going to happen. But watch out for my Rams and yeah. my Lions. Stafford, man, he, he looked phenomenal. He was great. He was <laughs> terrific. I know. Oh, this is going to be great. In the back. Oh, my God. Donald up front. I'm trying to tell you. Everybody, oh, Stafford, he was with the losing team. He was with this. As an athlete, I just want to say yep. it's all about opportunity. Remember Chauncey Billups? Remember they said he was a malcontent, couldn't play, got traded from the Celtics, and see what happened years later. Don't get me wrong. A lot of it is the players' fault. I'm not saying that, but a lot of it is opportunity and situation. So I'm just happy to see him, you know, see him get a, get a real shot at it while he still has an arm. And boy, does he have an arm. Love you, Chris Weber. Congratulations. You're a Hall of Famer, man, um, and to your whole family. This was uh, great to see this weekend, and I appreciate you coming on the show to let me tell the whole world how I feel about you, and congratulations. Hey, hey man, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Go, 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 go Blue. Blue. When we all get together for that. Let's do it. Thanks again, Chris. And go enjoy yeah. the rest of your day and your family, and we'll chat soon. C-Web. Congrats, Chris. Congrats, Let's see web everybody. You. There you go. Of course, if they're getting back together, and I can make it all the way out to Chrysler Arena to you're, be there for that. You're going. And then <laughs> do one of those. Hop in. We'll say, hey, we'll, come on, guys. We'll, know it. well I, you know what? I would probably hand the phone to one of the guys because I think their their arm length longer is longer. probably yeah. better yeah. selfie-taking than mine. A little longer. 6'10", 6'11". I'm just going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Take that, Palenka. Palenka. He'll be there, too. I mean, he's busy. He's busy. He's busy. Hey, Blink is going to that, He's bro. busy adding a fourth all-star to he's the starting busy. team. They can have Rob Lowe fill in. He looks just like is him. Is that right? That's, that's yeah, he looks true. just like him. It's yeah, I don't look like Palenka. <laughs> Rob Lowe stands What's in for the picture. What's that guy doing in there? <laughs> a little less hair. It's fine. I love it. He's like, oh, sure, it's going to happen. It's not news now. I'm like, yeah, it is. When will that be? Maybe when, maybe know. when uh, Juwan puts five All Americans out on the uh, McDonald's kids out on the floor to start the season. Juwan makes it to the oh, final boy. four. I gotta stop. I gotta pump the brakes. I gotta pump the well, brakes. Michigan's a basketball school now, Rich. So. Let me tell you, at, at freezing cold takes right, <laughs> yeah. or, or at old takes exposed. Old takes pardon exposed. Me. Yeah. yeah get it, get it all right. I just, I want to see all the people from Francesa and all those folks who thought Juwan was a bad hire at Michigan. Terrible, awful. <laughs> All right, That's done. <laughs> we got we got we got a long way to go in the football season. When we come back, your phone calls eight four four two zero four. Rich and my four downs. Wait to hear my hot take. I think C Web will like it. Oh. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, Tom Brady, not only the greatest at the football. Oh, you saw this yesterday? Tom Brady, not <laughs> only the greatest at just fill in the blank. But him and his social media team are stupendous. They're genius. And I don't know, I'd love to know the process. Like, do they pitch him on ideas and he gives the check mark? Right. Because sometimes, I, I imagine he's got to see everything before he hits send on it. I would think so. Look, when you're a goat control freak, I mean, I mean, you can't be that without being a control freak. There are times like he doesn't need to see the Instagram hype videos before a game. I don't think. No. But something like this has got to be pitched to him, and he's got to say, "Yeah, I got it." He records it, obviously, because he's part of it. He's a star of it. Some of them don't feature him. Right. Bucks are taking on the Falcons. And you sometimes kind of forget this because the Falcons are now a division opponent. And the Bucks and the Falcons have their own history together. And you kind of forget, yeah, he has his own history with the Atlanta Falcons. Take a look. Notice what you see. Hey, what's up? Hope you guys had a great weekend. Football is officially back. And it's great to be yeah. one and know. We've got a big week ahead. The marathon's just getting started. We've got a lot to improve on and excited for this week. Let's go. Okay. Now. You're like, what are you talking about, Rich? Well, there's a bunch of highlights after that that followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, we're more. cutting it off because I don't know yeah. if we have the rights to show right. that sort of stuff. Nor does Tom, but he's also, you know, like, come sue me. Yeah, All right, exactly. So, <laughs> find me. Take a look again, and Mike, if you wouldn't mind lowering the volume on this one. Replay it one more time. Hoskins, go for it. Just lower the volume. I don't, I don't want to hear Brady, if oh, you don't mind. Because it's, just, it's what we're talking about. Everyone's like, Rich, what are you talking about? Yeah. Go ahead, roll it. Look at the screensaver behind him that's peeking about over his right shoulder. What time does it say, Chris? It says 3.28. Now, why would he be either choosing this moment to shoot it in one take or somehow setting the the time to be at 3.28? Why would it be 3.28? Well, uh, well, Rich, in Super Bowl 51, uh, in the third quarter, the score was Patriots 3, Falcons 28. Just like that. Three on the left. (laughs) 28 on the right. Yeah. 
Come on. By the way, I'm going to go even farther to say not an accident in the screen set like that. Not you an could, accident. I'm sure you could do that. Yes. Yeah. Not an accident. Like, yeah. Oh. He didn't wait. <laughs> he set that completely. That up. is fantastic. Why is the goat? And just, just little Easter egg for everyone to find. Oh yeah. TP12. It's just amazing. Well, we found it. We saw it. Three twenty. I mean, that is fantastic. Oh boy! Oh. Next level trolling. <laughs> what a game! NLT TV twelve. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. Turzo in Iowa. Let's Terzo. get our, our favorite counselor uh, there in the heartland of our country. What's All up, right. Turzo? That's right. Well done. Hey, what up, everyone? What's, What's up, Turzo? How are you? Hey, doing well, doing well, man. Last night's game was epically fun. I was playing bingo down at Carl's. Had a little money on the game. You know, had a nice little parlay. Kept me, uh, kept me interested the whole entire night. Um, what does a bingo's night, a bingo night at Carl's, <laughs> which is where, where in Iowa again is this? One more time. It's the. Dem- it's Des Moines. Okay. It's, it's the capital. Right. So what? What is a bingo night during Monday Night Football at Carl's entail? Like how? How? How much? Let's put Three. it that way. What's the swing? Free chili. Okay. Free chili. It's usually put on by one of the craft brewers uh, around the state. So they come in, they sponsor the whole entire deal. Uh, you win swag, you watch football, eat chili. Good time. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. And what's the swing? How much could you uh, walk out lighter or heavier on a night like that? Oh, uh, well, no. Well, no that, that, that's, that's just been through William Hill at that part, having the Giants over, the Giants, and then taking the Raiders. Ooh. So that didn't work out very well, right, Chris? The Raiders. No, the Raiders did. did. The Raiders did. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right, Terzo. So did the Gi- so, no, 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 no. Gi- uh, Giants baseball. Oh, oh Giants okay. Baseball. So does that say football? Like Giants football. What? Okay. Yeah, Giants oh, baseball. Uh, dude, I'm a Giants fan. I don't. I don't. Bet, I don't bet. I don't bet on the the what's Giants football team. What's in this? What's in your chili? I'm betting, chili, on, the, I'm betting on the first baseball team to win. Uh, right. To clinch a playoff spot. All right, Terzo. Got it. I love it. That was Terzo. a big night last night. That was insane. I would love to go to that with Terzo. That'd be what fun. was the most insane part of last night? Oh, okay. So, what was it? Was it Mark Davis, his haircut and outfit? <laughs> nope. Okay. I got to think. It's, I almost it, texted Charles Woodson, ask Mark, did he get that suit where he gets his haircut? And I was afraid. Like I was afraid that somehow Mark Davis would look over his phone and just see <laughs> one of their uh, one of the employees of NFL Network asking that question. And now here I am saying it into a radio, yeah. you know, that uh, Raider Nation radio yeah. could be hearing right hi, now. Hi, Mark. If you're driving around, hello. Vegas. Did you get the suit where you get your haircut? I, it, Rich, it has to be the sequence where Brian Edwards scores a touchdown, doesn't score a touchdown, doesn't get the quarterback. No, sneak. I need a, I need a moment. You're giving me a sequence. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, the ball going off the Ravens player's head and then into the arms for an interception. I don't know. Helmet I, deflection, interception in the end zone in overtime. That was that's got to be it. You're right. And then Gruden throws his papers on the ground. What else and goes is he supposed to, his, to do? Like, that was enough. What else is he supposed to do? What else? What other natural reaction can you have? I, I know that you need to be stoic on the sidelines because you don't want to be seen showing your guys up or whatever. But well, what else you need? what else need to be said? Right? That was incredible. I mean, I, did you really think Lamar Jackson was going to fumble again no. after that? No. Did I also think that they'd go hard count and have a false start on the half-yard line? How about the way they won it? Did you see Gruden said they couldn't find the kicker? 
What do you mean they couldn't find him? I did. Carlson was on the sideline warming up. Right. And Gruden, they couldn't find him. What do Gruden you mean they couldn't, couldn't find see him? him. They couldn't tell him, yo, we're kicking it on second down. Where did they so think they had he went? to take Where the delay game? Where did he go? Get a drink at the club? I have no idea. So then they just threw a they drew up a play, and that, that was the, the bomb touchdown to win. I'm telling you, anybody who's never been there before, First off, it's like oh. a different <laughs> universe. When you get off a plane in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's just a different, the, the, the air feels different. The whole concept of, of time, well, there, there is no time is warped. There's no time. Your whole concept no. of what's right and wrong gets totally warped. <laughs> You just objectify every human being you see. You go there you and smoke, Lady drink, Luck smiles on like... you and then does not and then does not and then does and then does not and then certainly does not. Yeah. Then you go see a show and it's something you would never pay that much money to see right. anywhere else. Right, but right. it doesn't matter because money has no value. Because you're just like doing super stuff like, you know what? I've got $100 that I would never spend ever on anything. On black. Go. Go, go! And it's just like, it, uh, honestly. <laughs> no more bets. That's what last night's no game was. No more bets. And, and it's just like later on that night, you're thinking to yourself, like, why did I think that? How did that possibly happen? That wouldn't happen anywhere else. Like, not finding a kicker in overtime, having a ball hit off a helmet and get picked <laughs> off after you've already won the game, but the referees say you hadn't. Then you come back and you personally blow it. How about everyone hugging what and shaking hands after the game? Lamar is like waving to everyone. They're almost like going to do the jersey exchange. The game's over. I know. And my son, Coop's watching it with me. Okay. And then Zan came down and watched with me because he just finished his homework. And Cooper just looks at me when the game's over. And he goes, that was wild. <laughs> and he's 10. He gets it. He gets it. And then he starts laughing at me because I lost my fantasy. And Xander starts laughing at me because I needed nine yards more out of Josh oh. Jacobs and thought I was going to get that bunny touchdown at the end. That I thought, game over. I've, the whole thing just feels That's weird the next day. It's, it's like a trip to Vegas. It's like a trip to Vegas. Without my children, clearly. Of course. $100 stakes? You don't do that, Mike. No. Like, what are we doing? I'm talking about a show. I do hundred dollar steaks. Let me tell you something. Twenty eight dollar sure, drinks. I'm like, sure. That, I'm sure. That, I'm sure they're very, very. They're all very talented. You can't get to Vegas and not be talented. No. I don't really don't think. Honestly, would you spend that much money on somebody painting their entire body blue and doing stuff? <laughs> Just banging oh, drums. I paid a lot to go oh, see the. Would Blue Man you group. ever honestly? No, come on. I saw them. I went. I, I mixed. I'm, because I'm sure I'm, they're very the Blue Man Group is sure very very talented. Oh, that shows its name. But that much money? Here's what. Also, this too. What, what is? What is the oldest form of entertainment today? Okay, oldest form of entertainment well, today. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Outside oh, of okay. what Wags <laughs> was lamenting his child <laughs> getting to. Okay. Okay. Not a house of dance. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, it's an open-ended question. It's my bad for saying that to yeah. degenerates like you. I mean, you didn't even want I mean, me to answer that question. I'll do the Del Tufo. I was like, shut up, TJ. My shut bad. up, TJ. Shut up. Cirque du Soleil. This too. Cirque du Soleil, yes. It's acrobatics like Ringling Brothers old. and Barlam, but we used to pay like five Understood. bucks to the garden to go see that. To me, though, to me, though, it's ventriloquism. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Let's put a puppet here. Right. And then make it talk and Harry not Fader. move your lips. 
Right? Jeff yeah. Dunham. Would you Jeff spend? Dunham. Oh, they're very talented. They, all the time. And they yeah. probably make oh. a killing. Oh, a killing. I mean, yeah, killing. Because people come to Vegas and say, yeah, I'll spend thousands of dollars just to go there. <laughs> to, and, and part of that thousands of dollars will be go seeing somebody with a puppet on their lap. Sure. It's like 90 minutes. It's you nothing. make choices you would not make no. anywhere else. I, I it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, and I know this is, it's, it's insulting, but I'll say it too. <laughs> when you go into an airport, you're past security. Oh sure. God. I'll spend $19 Stupid on a water. Yeah. So dumb. $25 Insane. on a, they got you. They got you. They've got you. Got you. Got you. Bag of cash. Oh, it's like 20 bucks. Oh, you want, want oh, a, you want a $12 bag of M&Ms. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. I would never <laughs> yeah, need that never. amount of copious amounts of candy, never. but I will spend that insane amount of money. Oh, 20 dollars on a energy bar? <laughs> yeah. Those Funyuns look good. Yeah. Uh, $38 <laughs> turkey sandwich. And going. It's Vegas. <laughs> Last night, it was a total trip to Vegas. Vegas man. All right. <laughs> now I'll take a break. Let's oh, do wow. this. Okay, because I don't want to hurry the four downs. More of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. I will give you uh, my final takes on week number one because tomorrow we'll start turning the page to week number two. That's coming up with also Bruce Feldman on the firing of Clay Helton. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What is going on with you, Jim Brockmeyer and Brett Musburger? This is my Musburger face. <laughs> no, you can't put that to bed, Rich Eyes. You know why you can't put it to bed? Okay. Because he's a punk. That's why. <laughs> Brett Mus- Mus- Musburger is a P-U-N-K punk. The man is a thief. Okay? Brett Musburger is a thief. How so? Stole my line. What line was that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember when he said that? Everybody in the business... No, it's not funny. Everybody in the business knows that was my line. But he went ahead and used... That's what I always yell when I climax inside of a woman. (laughs) Or or when I'm just... When I climax all by myself. Musburger knew that was my line. He used it anyway at the BCS title game. And ever since then, now I have to yell out, uh, Ruffles have ridges. And it's not... (laughs) It's not the same thing. So verdict? What's the verdict of all that? What's, what did you take from that? He's a punk. Musburger's a punk. That's right. Here is Brent Musburger. How are you, Brent? Hey, Rich. Rich, I'm great. Listen, uh, you guys, you and the producers, you deserve, oh, man, a pat on the back. I'm, I'm so proud of you guys for trying to help resurrect little Jimmy Brickmeyer's career. We all know the problems. We all know the problems that he had in the past. But I, mm-hmm. if, if anybody, if anybody can help Brickmeyer, it's you, Rich. Yeah. Well, he says that you stole all the Tostitos from him, Brent. Is that is that true, or what do you know? From back no, in the day? I got paid. I got paid by a company <laughs> to drop the name. I got three Tostitos for a week. What are you talking about? Okay. What's he talking about? You okay. know? Right. Uh, the man's delusional. We, we we know he's got mental problems to break down, you know? It's really interesting yeah, because as we started these in here in Las Vegas, and uh, Brickmeyer was having trouble getting a job. So, so he, he yeah. called our executives and 
You know, I gotta be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell anybody okay. this, but we always we always talk to prospective announcers just to get an idea. Do they really know anything about sports gambling, or are they just pretending? And I, I gotta tell you, a general manager he interviewed Rick Meyer and <laughs> asked him about uh, uh, a three-team parlay, and and our and our boy Jimmy. He thought that that was two hookers with him in a Morristown hotel room. (laughs) You know, Jesus, we would have loved to help him out. But but we just can't. I wish him the best. He's so delusional. And uh, listen, let him go at it. We're all at Tostitos, baby. (laughs) What Brent's call must have been like last night, too. It must have been epic, man. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's take a phone call or two before I get to my four downs here. Uh, let's go to Patrick in Florida. You're on the Rich Eyes Show. What's up, Patrick? Hey, how you doing, Rich? What's going on? Oh, man. It's a, it's awesome to see you, man. Oh, thanks. Um, you. glad you got the platform that we could reach out to you. Thank you. Me too. Me too. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you about Jameis Winston. Okay. I think a lot about this guy. I really do. I, I think... You know, when he won the championship at Florida State, he won the hearts of, of North Florida. And um, I want to know how you feel if him taking a year off to play behind Drew Brees have really helped him to become an MVP caliber quarterback this year. Well, I don't know. I, I will pump the brakes on MVP caliber quarterback. He had an excel- an excellent first game. Uh, Patrick, and you know, um, he uh, clearly, with his second opportunity in life after what happened to him at Florida State when he got to the NFL, he was still very, um, you know, very uh, immature. There's no two ways about it, and may not have been ready for the mantle of being a first overall selected quarterback in the NFL, despite Lovey Smith being there. And then obviously, coaching changes happened for him, and his opportunity now wound up where he was in New Orleans, and that had to have been humbling, where he had to sit and watch, but at least sitting and watching with a goat in front of him, and he had to be disturbing and potentially unnerving uh, to watch that goat be out for a couple of weeks and then him not being the chosen starter. Um, But now he does have his opportunity, and the situation was extremely rife with um, anxiety um, from... The displacement of the team to the city, you know, putting its hopes and wishes into the team. That could be unnerving. Um, Certainly, Mm -hmm. since it's the first game uh, after Drew Brees, that's unnerving. Um, And then Green Bay being the one on the other side of the field with Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback he would have to match throw for throw in Rodgers' return from what he was going, whatever happened with him this offseason in his first game back as his MVP defense, and he's the one that threw for five scores with no touchdowns. He's the one who won, and he's the one who comported himself from the podium in the manner of representing his new city that oozed leadership and maturity. And for that, he deserves the tip of the cap for me. MVP quarterback, I'm going to obviously have to sit back and and watch that one. And watch. We just have to watch. That's what make it fun. Thanks for the call. Call back again soon. That's my take on Jameis. Okay. Um, For those new to these parts, why? Secondly, all good.
Thirdly, it's called Four Downs. Every yes. single Tuesday during the NFL season, I take stock because I'm a stock taker, figuratively. Uh, I'm not like Al Michaels sitting around looking at uh, the Dow Jones every five seconds when I'm not <laughs> on the air. Um, I, I'm taking stock in the NFL, and I'm looking around, and I've already given a ton of opinions <laughs> from uh, the minute week one ended to this very moment. So I, I kind of go back and go over some areas that I haven't hit just yet. And it's called four downs because the first three opinions in each down are ones that I firmly believe in. And then the fourth one is something I kind of believe, but it's a very hot take. I allow myself a hot take. So many of my competitors just go for it. Don't care. Hold on segments that say this is where I was wrong and that allows them to keep hot taking because mm-hmm. they show just an ounce of humility every now and then. I won't do that. But I will allow myself one hot take. Once a week, and here it comes. It's the first 2021 edition of Four Downs. Hut, hut. Four Downs with Rich. Here we go. Why did you stop? First down. All righty then. First down for me on this program uh, is kind of straight up. Put it up, uh, Mike Hoskins, for your first down right here. West Coast bias. Here it comes. Here it comes. All you East Coasters, you know, don't pay attention to what happens on the West Coast. I know because I'm an East Coaster who used to not pay attention to what happened on the West Coast. Yep. Sat there on ESPN for seven years. It was all about the Northeast. And then when it comes to college football, it's all about the Southeast. Well, now guess what? In the National Football League, every single team one week through the 2021 season from Denver on West, not a single loss on the landscape. The NFC West, which I called the deep end of the pool, for years now, um, everybody won. And three of them on the road, including one of the most impressive wins of the weekend, Arizona in Tennessee. Seattle took care of business in Indianapolis. San Francisco held on for dear life against Detroit after taking a big 28-point lead. And, of course, we saw what the Rams did on Sunday night football. We saw the Chiefs coming back against the Browns to start the season with a big win against a team that thought they could make some hay against them and put a pelt on their wall to start the season in the Browns, but they came back on Cleveland and won that one. Denver went into New Jersey and put the bang thing on the Giants with Teddy Bridgewater with Vic Fangio's seat all hot. The Los Angeles Chargers with their new head coach, Brandon Staley, went east and the offensive rookie of the year took his lumps against the defensive rookie of the year from last year, but came out and emerged a winner. And guess what didn't happen to the Chargers? crazy-ass stuff with 10 seconds left on the clock. (laughs) They actually took care of business. And then the Raiders last night, perhaps the least likely victory of all of them, with the Ravens coming in all licking their running back wounds in a crazy contest to wrap up week number one. West Coast bias, that's what you're going to get here on the Rich Eisen Show because the best football teams are Rockies West. It looks like I'm sure there's one in uh, Tampa that would say, don't forget about us. But there's West Coast bias around here. Second down. Second Second down. Second down is Deshaun Watson's bad Sunday. He had a bad weekend. Not only was he a healthy scratch in Houston, but every single team, every single team that was reportedly kicking tires on him, see if they could get him on the cheap and bring all his baggage and deal with whatever he would bring with a civil suit or a grand jury looking in or the FBI either looking into him or not. Don't care. He's still Deshaun Watson. At one point, we assume he'll be through all that. We can get him right here, right now. And we don't care if we're going to upset a 2021 apple cart 
if it gets out. We don't care if we bring him here and we actually sacrifice the season because we do have to sit him out or the league sits him out or anything. We don't care. We're going to kick the tires on him anyway. Every single one of those teams that reportedly kicked the tires on him won. Jalen Hurts, outstanding weekend. Miami with Tua. Yeah, they got a fumble late, but Tua put enough points on the board for that fumble to be the thing that sealed the deal. Miami won. Who else won? Denver, reportedly kicking the tires on him. They won. Carolina, reportedly kicking the tires on him. Could you imagine? Sam Darnold, thanks for coming. You're about to take on the Jets. Now take a seat. Deshaun Watson's here. (laughs) They won. Even the team that's putting them on the block won. Now then, you could sit here and say, real bad weekend. Because every single team would still probably trade for him at the trade deadline. But (laughs) not, not if Jalen Hurts keeps balling out. I'm telling you, it was a wild affair. Two weeks ago, they're all kicking tires on him, and the Texans are like, yeah, we're going to keep on it. We're going to have to hold on him because we're not selling him on the cheap, but we'll definitely healthy scratch him and pay him to sit there and keep him from other teammates talking to him. They all won. That's wild. Third down. Third down. Guess who doesn't appear to be a homecoming anymore? Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Not your homecoming on the regular season docket anymore. Joey Burrow comes back from that knee injury. 20 of 27, 261. No interceptions and three score and uh, two scores. How about that? Also, the guy was dropping all over the place, dropping, dropping passes in the preseason, now dropping a touchdown. The man himself, Jamar Chase, five for 101 and two touchdowns. Joe Mixon ran it 29 times. 29 times. How about that? 27 throws from Burrow. Great number. They ran it 29 times with Joe Mixon for a buck 27 and a score. And by the way, T. Higgins also scored a touchdown. So the defense, you could say, might need to tighten the bolts a little bit that it was a Kirk Cousins thing, but they did get a turnover in overtime. And they turned that game from the Minnesota Vikings where – it looked like the worst they could do was a tie to the best thing that they could do is a tie. And then the Bengals just won it. Cincinnati took it. And guess who they have this week? Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. And Andy Dalton. Bengals 2-0. Maybe so. Not an o- I'll tell you what. With what the Bears did on Sunday night just down the road from us or up the road from us in previous season, don't worry, they got the Bengals. They'll bounce back. How does, how does that taste right now? Nope, not not at all. Not good. All right. Now here's my hot take, my fourth down hot take right here. I don't even have to tap dance. You got the plank right there. And just to let everyone know, um, my buddy at Cedar Spills, Tom Person, gave me this. I've got a hot take plank. I clutch this to let everyone know. This is my hot take plank to give you my hot take. All right, what do you got? Okay. The San Francisco 49ers went into Detroit this week. Yep. They knocked down Detroit. And you know what the Lions did? They smiled at them. (laughs) <laughs> they smiled at him and they got up and they hit him twice and took one of their kneecaps. Kneecaps. And then they took it. two more shots from San Francisco. They took two more shots from San Francisco. And you know what? Okay. They took the other kneecap and they took a bite. They took a hunk out of him. Dan Campbell told us what they were going to do. Saying, what are you about to say? Dan Campbell said they were going to be the last team standing, but they weren't. But they, they, he told you. He told you what was going to happen if you knocked them down. I'm going to say this. <laughs> About the Detroit Lions. Okay. They are going to be, every game this year, must-see oh, TV wow, okay. every week. 
from Dan Campbell with whatever the hell he's going to say after the game or whatever. Jared Goff, you know, he's had crazy games here in 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 uh, Los Angeles. The Lions, as you know, were just like, who cares? I just can't watch them. They don't. They're, they're, they, there's an El Foldo coming, or yeah. you know, and they they would play some interesting games every now and then, and big finishes and crazy things. I'm going to tell you, every week, every week, they're going to be something that you're going to want to watch and talk about. Monday Night Football, Green Bay. Here we go. You think they're just going to take it in the mouth and just lie down? I don't know. They're going to get up and take a kneecap out of Aaron Rodgers. Then the Ravens. They have the Ravens at home. Look out. They might take a hunk out of Lamar. Every single week. <laughs> that's as far as I'll go. And I think that's still a hot take. I thought you were going to predict them to no. send Green Bay to 2-0-2. Oh no. I'm not going to say they're going to win Monday. I, I can't do that. That's too... That, Hot, there's a difference between a hot take and then just an absolutely yeah. silly take. Well, Rich, we are hungover from I know Vegas that. yesterday. So. I, I, honestly, I think that they're going to be somebody to watch every single week this year. They're going to be of interest to either win a game or stay in a game or be out of the game and come back. You gonna... do have to. We talked about it yesterday, TJ, oh, that you have to well. give that up. Like, you know, moral victories. There's wins and losses and ties in the standings. There's no column for moral victories, silver lining victories. Sometimes, though. Well, certainly when you've got a new head coach. What if yeah. they had just totally lied down and gotten beaten up after he gave that whole biting off kneecaps and taking hunks out speech? And they very easily could have. They're, I mean, of that course. game was over. It like, was. They could have just Negative. said, They All right. scored 23 of the last 26 points, including the last 16 points. They fought. They fought. Right. They got an onside kick. They got a turnover. Had a chance to actually send it into overtime. Because I put on Twitter at one point, I was like, if you're not watching this game, right. you're kind of missing out. Like, you wouldn't think so to look at it just on paper. Right. That got very exciting. I know Jeff really. Akuta being out is definitely uh, going to leave a mark. Oh, yeah. That hurts. That's my four downs. Coming up next, um, why was Clay Helton fired? I mean, I think we know the answer to it, but we all sense that he was, I mean, that hot seat's been hot for a very, very long time. Very Guy went five and one last year in a COVID shortened season. The only game he lost was the the game against Oregon for uh, for the Pac-12 championship. So I guess after all that, you're not going to bounce your coach. I guess with all that money left that was on his contract, and now I guess is a even though it's a, a let me get this right an eight figure buyout. But see ya, out. Who's next? Why? Where else could somebody be on the hot seat as we get set for college football week number three? Bruce Feldman of The Athletic has been all over this. That's coming up next right here on The Rich Eisen Show on a busy Tuesday. Still sitting here on Peacock. Mm. What's our poll question update right there, Christopher? Good good question. Thank you, Chris. uh... Unless you've got something else you'd like to talk to the Peacock audience about. No, I was actually just scrolling some stuff, and there's odds on who wins the NFC West. Who would you take right now to win the NFC West? Same as before? Rams. Why would I see what the Rams did on Sunday night, physically being there and hearing that building and what a home field advantage is, and that will be off of them right now? Yeah. I can't be. Seahawks went on the road? Cardinals went on the road? This is nothing against everyone else's highly impressive victories, but, I mean, um, that would be a quick – it would be like USC. You know, one weekend and I'm like, out. At least it wasn't the tarmac this time. I know, right? Or, uh, or a, a, a rally. So weird. Which team's week one win most indicative of how their season will go? Arizona, Saints, 
and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Saints, 28%. Steelers, 30%. Cardinals? Cardinals, 42%. Hashtag Red Sea. How about that? How about that? Just beating the Steelers in anything that's technically a popular vote is, uh, is a shocker. Pretty much a win. Uh, i got to hit that with a retweet. I mean, nobody still believes in the Steelers. That was a great W. What the hell? Najee Harris didn't do, didn't do anything. I just think it just, I don't know. I, I, people are saying it was more about what Buffalo didn't do. Steelers, what? by what, the way. What did Buffalo not do? Yeah, I, what what well, do you they, think? They, like, they didn't do anything. I don't understand the Steelers. Like, well, it's a good reason. The reason why is the Steelers were standing in their way. I didn't see too many. You they're know. just saying Josh Allen's going back to being. You know, oh, Steelers went eleven to zero last year and lost everybody due to injury, like everyone. So, so I'm not sure where this Steeler like. By the way, uncertainty week, comes week from. Week two, you know who the Steelers have the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Where's that at? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, that's home field. By the way, a lot Two of great families. A lot of friends. Right there, I might man. have to take the Raiders again, Mike. I don't know. Josh Jacobs is limping around, man. They a lot need of, him. A lot of they need him to run the football. How many times that guy just run for twelve yards, call back for holding, and now he's like limping yeah, off right. with his foot falling off? Doesn't matter. You can throw it to Waller thirty times. That guy's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's in the Kelsey conversation right now. Well, sure. In a Kelsey conversation and a Kittle conversation and a don't sleep on Gronk with his two touchdowns and 90 yards. Yeah. Taking on the Falcons at 328.